This podcast was funded in part by the UK Arts Council. Welcome to In House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and today we're talking with Michael Mao, a music producer who got out of prison very recently after serving a five-year sentence. And amongst other things, he's a very interesting music maker. Uh, we hadn't met before, and this is what he had to say. Hello. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I've been, I'm all right today, man. I've just come back from probation and that, but... Um... Yes, the, these restrictions that they put me on is just making it a bit difficult at the moment. Okay, that sounds a bit stressful. What, so what does that involve, coming back from probation? <laughs> I was trying to get them to lift off, uh, because they've got a restriction on me from, from one to three, but, but they're saying because um, I'm deemed, um, what do you call it, high risk, I still, I still have to be monitored for a little while in there, so they can't take you off. Okay, so when you say you're restricted from one to three, do you mean one in the afternoon till three in the afternoon? Yeah, one in the afternoon, two uh, free. So it's a bit difficult for an employer to employ me. Yeah, okay. But as for me, obviously I've come out and I'm, I'm eager to progress and move forward. You know what so I'm saying? And forget that kind of lifestyle, the, the jail lifestyle, and trying to rebuild my life again. But um, apparently I'm going too fast for them because they're not ready to lift it yet. Tell me, when did you get out? Because it was very recent, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very recent. Um, I got out on the 2nd, so about three and a half weeks ago, four weeks ago. Okay, wow. And then you come into all this COVID-19 lockdown business. Yeah, yeah, very difficult. I mean, I mean, just before I got released and uh, because of the corona, uh, with the lockdown, everything got shut down in the prison as well. So all the, uh, the normal help that prisoners will get before they get released and uh, I didn't get any of that. I was given a 10-year 10, 10 sentence back in uh, 2015 and... Um, I was uh, remanded in the Haidan prison and then I got transferred to um, Swarside in Kent. I was there for about another 18 months or two years or something like that. And then a riot happened. Then got, we got shipped out to uh, Loudon Grange from there, Coldenly, uh, and then to Stanford Hill Dinka. This is where I met you guys in house. Okay, so you met in house at the Decat prison. Yeah, okay. So for people listening to this that don't understand the difference between the different category prisons, explain to me what a DCAT prison is. A DCAT is an open prison where um, you're allowed to start rebuilding back your life, like going to work, being in contact with your family and stuff like that, um, going home on rolls and all of that. Just, just more, or less, more or less preparing you for a release. It's interesting that you met in-house at that stage. So Tell me about that. Tell me about the impact that they had on you and, and what did that mean to uh, to your experience of finishing up a five-year sentence? Throughout the five years, and I've, I've always been in, in studies in it because I've always tried to spend the time to re-educate myself and learn new things and stuff. When I met in-house in Stanford um, Hill, I was already doing a course. I was doing net- network course, computer networking course, and I was literally now coming towards the end of the course and getting ready for my exams when in-house came to the prison and that. As I finished the exam, the COVID-19 kind of kicked in, and when it kicked in, everything was locked down, in it. So I'm a kind of guy, I like to keep myself busy and that. I was bored. I was stressing out, you know. Uh, all I was doing was just training. And uh, I went in-house, um, opened up the, uh, the studio, go in there and uh, produce some beats and stuff like that. It kind of helped me out a lot, man. 
you see when I'm doing the beats and stuff like that, when I'm making beats and that, it's like it just takes me away from from the, from the jail, you know. So I see my own little time and that. Sometimes I was so carried away with what I was doing, it's like I forget the time because obviously everything is driven by time in the in, in the jail. So this piece of music that we're listening to right now, t- tell me about that. Tell me about where you made that, uh, why you made it, what it means to you. Ah, uh, mate, uh, that tune, um, I mean, like I said to you, back in the days I used to DJ and I tried a little bit of production and stuff like that. So I've always been into like dance music and stuff because like, I used to go clubbing a lot. And um, during the COVID-19 and uh, I had a lot of time to myself and that, and I was listening to, to um, all the old school stuff and that. And yeah, I decided to go out there, try something and that. And I liked the feel of it, get me? But it was kind of organic. It wasn't planned or nothing. It was kind of organic. So did you make this tune whilst you were in your Cat D prison? Yes, 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 yes. During the, during the, um, during the lockdown. Okay, amazing. Explain to me just how important creativity or creating like that is to your mental health when you're incarcerated in a space like that. Oh, oh it's crazy, man. I mean, I mean, creativity. I mean, like it helped me a lot. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was sit, I was, I was sitting in my cell and literally all day, all day, every night, nothing to do, bored. You know what I'm saying? Um, like old the ideas and stuff like that. It allows me to get all the ideas and put it on, put it onto something. You understand what I'm saying? Because I had a lot going through my mind. I was going through um, problems outside and that. And um, yeah, it kind of helped me deal with with the little stresses and stuff like that I was going through. And it just helped me bring out my emotions and that. What do you feel went wrong for you that you ended up looking at? first 10 years and then that being reduced to five um i mean you know you know you know what um obviously when i i, I was I, I was doing what i was i was doing music so I, I was on the right track and everything and that but because through um, certain life circumstances and that i ended up making bad and wrong decisions on that so obviously for that i ended up in jail and uh, and throughout throughout my jail sentence all i've been trying to do was uh rebuild myself and, and find out what I'm capable of. For me, when I went to prison, I told myself that, you know what, I'm going to do things and then come out different and do something more positive and productive and that with my life and that. My, my life wasn't going in the right place before I went in. So I've gone in prison, I've done a lot of uh, courses. I'm going to go there, retrain myself and, and reinvent myself. And I feel that I've done that. And along the way, I've met you guys as well, the in-house records and that as well. And you guys have helped me realise my skills and stuff like that. And, you know, my potential and all of that. So, yeah. I really learned a lot, and uh, I think I think it's changed me for the best. I, I guess one of the the reasons why I ask you that question is because on the outside you end up having these conversations with people, and I don't think they're necessarily being nasty, but they just don't get it. You know, they they kind of take this opinion that well. If people are in prison, they shouldn't be receiving music workshops. They shouldn't be having a um, a fun time expressing themselves. What, what what do you think about a view like that? No, I think that's a bit ignorant, and you know, you know what? That's what I'm saying. Isn't it? The way when you enjoy, you go through a lot of emotions. Sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad, sometimes you're angry, and all of that. And music is very therapeutic, and when it's artistic as well, it just helps 
prisoners realize their skills is very, very therapeutic. So compared to like the those recognized uh, hard skills, you know, like literacy or maths, um, what do you think that music specifically in a group like in-house are giving people as far as skills to, to move on with their lives? I don't really want to knock it on that with, with the stuff they're teaching over there, but most of the stuff that they're teaching on that can't really help you when you're outside in the real world on that, man. But music just helped me rebuild myself and actually realize my potential, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not just doing it to me, it's doing it for everyone. It's a powerful thing. No matter who you are, where you come from, you know what I'm saying? When you play music, music brings people together. There's a lot of talent in jail. There's a lot of talented people in there that can do with a lot of help. It, and it's not that, at least it wasn't that obvious to me before I went in there, that UK prisons would be full of talented people, right? You know, that was a, that was a surprise to me. And I, I, I don't know why that is, um, other than, I suppose, probably a really lazy prejudice of, um, you know, if you've ended up in prison, then you're somehow lacking yeah. talent. But that isn't true, right? No, it's, it's sure not. It's sure not, man. There's a lot of talented people out there, man. Like, like, like you said, I understand what, what you mean, man, because this this um, thing where everyone thinks, oh, because you end up in jail, uh, you're no good, you know, this, you, you, you're not amount to nothing or whatever, you're not, you're not clever enough or whatever it is. But that's that's mistaken, because, you know what, like, like I keep on stressing, there's a lot, a lot of talented people in jail. The other thing that I find startling about prison and, and how it's so different from the outside world is one is this sense of time, which people never have enough of, right, on the outside. Everybody seems to be rushed all the time, right? And and obviously it's um, not always a positive that you've got loads of time when you're in prison. I'm sure, you know, it drives you mad. But no, it drives It does, it does, it does. The, um, the other thing that I'm fascinated by is that lack of technology, right? That lack of, um, and by that, I'm, I guess I'm talking about smartphones, but that lack yeah. of, like, in-your-pocket distraction. Um, yeah. And yeah. so you have that time, but also you don't have the rabbit holes necessarily that you can disappear down mentally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know what, yeah? It's not, obviously, it's not nice not having all the gadgets and stuff like that, yeah? But you know what? In a way, for me, I don't know about anyone else on that. Yeah, for me, I'll I'll find that it gave me time to actually, um, what do you call it, learn more about myself and and um, what, what do you call it, realize my skills and stuff like that. Because you know what? Before spending so much time on technology and this and that, I didn't. I did. I've put this. I've learned more about myself and stuff like that. You know, mm. without the technology and that. Yeah. Since you've just said that, what's your relationship with that type of thing like on the outside? Do you do social media and all of that? Yeah, I do social media. I do Insta, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Okay, so you're so you're a junkie like the rest of us with it. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, so it's, I like, like I said when I went before. Obviously, I was doing all of that, and uh, obviously when I went to jail and that, it was kind of like a little break, uh, some little break away from technology, you know. And and that break was obviously positive. Yeah, of course it was, man. Because it took, um, uh, it gave me the opportunity to sit down and concentrate and study and all of that. Yeah, because I don't know without that, I wouldn't have been able to do that. You're you're describing something that's happened in your life in, in quite a positive way, right? And and I'm wondering 
you know, how you feel about that. I mean, there's a lot of talk on the outside about uh, what is prison for. You know, should it be uh, for punishment or should it be for rehabilitation? And there seems to be a kind of confusion even about the, the difference between the two of them. Do you, I'm, I'm wondering, do you feel like you've been rehabilitated in any sense of that word? Or, or do you just feel like it was a punishment in that those five years were taken away from you? Well, I mean, obviously for my crime, I accept my crime. You know, I've done my time on that. But doing my time, I had to do my time how I wanted to do it, which which was was actually re-educating myself and preparing myself for the outside life. You know, so in a way, yeah, I, I, I went to prison and achieved something. And I feel that what, what that I achieved from jail and all the courses that I've done, I think he's made me as a stronger person and uh, I think I think yeah I do feel like I'm rehabilitated yeah yeah in-house has obviously been shut down for the whole um, pandemic lockdown and there's been no activities in prison has there there's been no external no, providers nothing at all. yeah nothing at all. so yeah. I mean it must be quite crazy because if you are incarcerated people listening to this might not understand that you won't get any visitors right so not only are you not getting any activities nobody's coming in um, to give you visits I'm sure that that is very tough on anybody trying to maintain personal relationships with um partners with and with family and like yeah. yeah 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 it's been pretty tough now because obviously like there was a lot of stuff going up going on uh outside outside the prison and then plus together with the prison prison stress as well yeah there's a lot going on still so did you have people on the outside that you were worried about i'm sure you did yeah, I had family as well. I had um, one of my friends pass away through the COVID-19 and I wasn't able to attend the funeral and, and, and all of that. So, yeah, I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. Oh, man, I'm, I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. That's terrible. Is that someone yeah. you, you were you were super close with? Yeah, very, very. We grew up together. Wow. How, yeah. how old were they? Um, I've known him since I was 12. <laughs> so it's been a long time. <laughs> so we went primary school together now, yeah. So were you, you were about the same age, were you? Yeah, we're exactly the same age, yeah. Right, and how old are you, Michael? I'm 41. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, that that's terrifying, isn't it? I'm 42 yeah. myself, so, yeah. you know, we're roughly the same age as well. It's a crazy, crazy thing, isn't it, the last few months? It's like, I mean, I mean it must be doubly more bizarre for you, having switched uh, halfway through it, you know, back out into, the, into yeah. another world. Yeah. Um, during normal times, most of the time before you get released from DCAP prisons and stuff like that, you get support. You know, like yeah. um, to prepare you for for the outside life and that. But because of the COVID nineteen and every everything being shut down, there wasn't none of that. You know, so and obviously I've, I've been released now, and then I'm trying to put everything together. But because of the restrictions and that, it just they're just making it more difficult. For someone that has. Um had such a real experience of it and got out so recently as well have you got any thoughts or or even advice for guys that might be listening to this of of how to get through a sentence like you've done ah you know what it's a hard one to say because you know what everyone is on here everyone's on a different journey i mean the key thing is i would say you know what stay stay focused and stay strong that's all I've got to say. I mean, 
obviously everyone's on a different journey and I can't, I can't talk for everyone in it. But you know what? This goes to everyone. Stay strong and stay focused. Yeah, man. All right. Well, look, Michael, thank you so much for your time. Mm. Once all of this um, this craziness is done, I hope to meet you in a, uh, a social space sometime soon and see you uh, working yeah, within us. Why not? It'll be good to see you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We will meet in the future. No no two ways about it. Uh, no problem. All right, mate. All right, Take all right, care. Bye. Bye. To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, Go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.